Shoppers recently told consumer group Witch that their trust in the food industry had dropped by a quarter in the wake of the horse meat scandal. While this poses problems for the sector as a whole, and for ready meal and heavily processed food manufacturers in particular, it has opened up fresh opportunities for other firms. With consumers increasingly concerned about traceability and fearful of complex continental supply chains, smaller manufacturers with a local ethos and shorter supply chains have the chance to promote their points of difference to boost sales. I'm Gary Scattergood for Food Manufacture and I'm at one company that fits that bill and that's Sessions in Kidderminster, a family-owned manufacturer of sausages and a supplier of raw, cooked and smoked meats. I've been joined by the firm's director, Rob Sessions, to discuss what impact the recent events have had on the business here. Rob, thank you very much for joining me. First of all, could you talk us through the supply chain for the sausages you produce here? We deal with local companies and we've got one as close as Bridge North, who we do buy sausage trim off. And also we do use some European sausage trim, which is from Belgium. It's a really high grade trim. It's all whole muscle. We deal directly with the abattoir that kills all the pigs and we buy belly trim, shoulder trim and it comes in, it's vacuum packed, it's all traceable, every box has their code on. We've, well recently, before Christmas, I went over to Belgium to audit their supply chain and just to be talked through what all the codes and everything on the box meant, just so I knew. We had a slight issue where they'd labelled a box of fat up or something and I phoned them up and they could trace it back to each individual animal where it had come from and even down to how they well they knew where the other box was that had the corresponding uh, belly trimming and that kind of knowledge of traceability that you have here is obviously very different to a lot of the larger companies that were caught up in the in the horse meat scandal do you think that's something you're now able to exploit to your advantage we've been fully traceable for quite a while we're even making like future adaptations on our own computer system to further enhance that even down to every batch of sausage or have every ingredient that goes into it job lot so even if you phone me up and say I've had this bag of sausage and it's got this batch number on I could pretty much tell you what box of meat came from phone the people up in Belgium or phone the people up in Bridge North and they tell me which farm the animal came from when it was killed and it really is important to us and I know Rob that you supply a lot of um, local and independent butchers in the area the anecdotal evidence is that trade for them has really picked up in the wake of the horse meat scandal is that something that, that you've noticed we supply several butchers with our wares a lot of them by the sausage office and they make their own as well they use ours as an alternative i feel a bit sorry for the butchers because they can almost be like a mistress people use them when it suits them and for special occasions and at christmas but they don't use them every week i think their trade will pick up problem is they do a good job but the, it's convenient and people are sort of in the mindset now where they don't want to go to four or five different shops and even down to like online ordering and they'll be sat at home and think oh i need some mint so they'll just add it onto their online shopping order and i, I think it is a shame so you don't think any boost in trade will, will be sustained in the long term i think the butchers have got an opportunity to to get people through their doors. Maybe they will, maybe they won't. I think it, it depends how the press portray it going forward. And hopefully some of the butchers have picked up some long-term customers. Sometimes it's fashionable to use a butcher. I mean, it depends on the TV chefs. We have we have butchers who, Gordon Ramsay will cook something and they'll, they'll run out of it. We'll drop them some more in and then half an hour later, that yeah, no, we sold that. And it, it is swings and roundabouts. And obviously over the last 10, 15, 20 years, the number of, of high street butchers has reduced quite dramatically, which must have an impact on a business like yours that's supplying them with fresh sausages. How have you been able to deal with that? And have you been able to change your business in any way to compensate for that? We started manufacturing a frozen sausage, which we swore we'd never do because there's a lot of products where people make them and they are cheap. 
Um, and there's a lot of good frozen sausages out there as well. I mean, some of our competitors' frozen sausages are good. And what changes did this lead to the manufacturing process? We decided that we'd use the same uh, level of care in our frozen sausages we do in our fresh. So we still only use whole muscle. We put good quality belly trim in it. We don't cut any corners. We don't buy trim. We've had to diversify and our frozen sausage is slightly less meat content and there is a little bit more rusk in it and there is a little bit more water in it. And we do have to put a, an added ingredient, soya, so that when it cooks, it cooks slightly differently because it's going from minus 20 to 230 degrees and it's not like a fresh product straight away. Um, and it is treated differently. People expect a frozen sausage to be bomb proof. So we did have to adapt our manufacturing process and we did have to invest in some more machinery. You do have to adapt. The good companies are the ones that adapt. The dinosaurs will become extinct. Rob Sessions, director here at Sessions in Kidderminster. Thank you very much. I'm Gary Scattergood for Food Manufacture.